Hey guys, today we're going to be playing Mage the Ascension with uh, Christina. So, hope you guys enjoy that. She's playing a teacher, correct? What's your character's name? Kalima. Kalima. And uh, tell me a little bit about Kalima. Um, she is a professor at a community college because she does it to, for the field. She does it to help the students uh, learn and grow. Um, she is a caregiver by nature. She likes to take care of people and make sure they're well taken care of, but she doesn't take any shit. So if you cross her, she'll find a way to fuck you up. We swear, yes? Yeah. Okay. Um, and, like, how far into this do you want me to get? As like, much as you, you want to. Do you want me to say, like she's her essence is primordial sort of thing or i well we don't have to get into the mechanical terms of it okay. i was just looking for a generalization uh, on your background but you can oh, okay. say what you want well she is single she doesn't have any kids uh she throws all of that energy into her students mm -hmm. and in her spare time she likes to research different types of magic and ways to do things and uh she has a crazy library for being just a professor mm -hmm. essentially um and she is fascinated by controlling energy and um her mother was a witch, too, okay, so she has cool. a little bit of a background, um, <clears throat> but she's really just coming into finding... That's how she got her library, I guess. Okay, sure. She yeah. inherited some of it from her mother. We'll kind of go in digging towards your past uh, later on. Um, we're going to take it slow. Start it off with you teaching a course at one of your classes. And um, you're teaching communications? Oh, yes, I'm a, I am a communications professor. Okay. Uh, we're going to say that this is taking place in uh, New York, just to generalize things. Uh, give us a little cornerstone. And you're teaching a newer class. Um, you had recently moved to New York. Uh, there was uh, trouble with uh, your cabal, which essentially is like your coven. Um, and you don't know the circumstances uh, to a great depth, but they all died. Um, oh. <laughs> yeah. So they went somewhere in New York investigating um, uh, something. You're not sure what and, and you're not sure why you were left out of literally any information or, or anything Who's to really go on. Who's investigating, though? You don't really have much information as to exactly what was happening. Um, all you know is that your uh, coven was last seen going to New York. Um, they were very secretive about something, and they weren't keeping you in the loop of it. And uh, they, they kind of went to New York on their own accord. Uh, they never returned, but their bodies were found in, um, in, in the waters. Uh, they were they essentially found in the ocean, uh, floating there dead with their uh, throats cut and their wrists cut. So 
you had... All of them. Right. And uh, it was a cabal of five that you were in. Um, so you were given a job opportunity in New York um, and decided to uh, poke around and see what you can find out about what happened to your uh, coven. Sounds like a bad idea, but okay. Yeah, well, you were close with all of them. And uh, even one of the members was your aunt, who um, you you had a deep connection with. Uh, your mother kind of um, honed you, uh, honed her own craft and kind of like uh, helped you come into your own as you were growing up. And your aunt was always there. Okay. Um, your mother had died... Uh, when you were still young in your teenage years and then your aunt uh, is who you ended up living with and joining her cabal meeting the people that she ran with um, she always kind of looked after you very protectively uh, so you probably do have some curiosity as to what happened okay Anyway, uh, you're currently teaching uh, this community college course for communications. Uh, one of the students interrupts your lecture and uh, says, Hey, teacher. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Uh, wh what's underneath that skirt of yours? How about you lift it up and give me a show? You're disgusting. Get out of my class. He laughs. He, and uh, he lights up a cigarette as he walks out. Um, looks like he was probably uh, looking for an excuse to, to leave. He seems like a dirty kind of individual. Um, unkempt, uh, like overprivileged uh, white kid is kind of the vibe you're getting from him. This is the 90s that we're playing in. Uh, he's wearing some Air Jordans. Uh, he's got some uh, nice little highlights going on uh, in his hair. Uh, and, like, really baggy uh, skater so clothes. So he looks like, oh, skater clothes. Yeah, but they're, like, all, they're all very fresh and new. Like, he's coming from money. Okay. Yeah. And he's trying to rebel by looking like a slob. Probably. Okay. What's the but in style? Going? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So the the rest of the the class just kind of watches this uh, play out. Um, would Would you just continue your lecture? Um. Yeah, I'd close the door. Okay. Um. So that he can't come back in and disrupt class. Okay. And I would continue my lecture. Uh, what What does your character look like? Are you attractive? What's your appearance? Uh, so my appearance is, I, I gave myself three out of five. Yeah, Because I think I'm cute, yeah. but I'm not, like, drop-dead stunner. Sure. Um, wears glasses. Um, I don't typically wear skirts. <laughs> well, okay. But that's okay. I guess for this, we'll pretend that I do. Sure. Um, but it would be knee length. Uh, and... I don't know. I guess I'm, you know, kind of like adorkable. Sure. Was that a thing in the 90s? Is there such it, a thing as can, adorkable? It can be a thing that you use for that era. That's fine. Okay. Uh, I mean, modern terms can translate 
in, in a in so a, I mean probably like game. <laughs> probably a very colorful outfit with like a cardigan and like modest, sure. respectable, no no cleavage showing. Yeah, well you got probably a, a turtleneck because it's the you 90s. got a three in appearance. That's above average. Yeah, so you're good looking. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, so you continue on with your lecture after closing the door. Um, and when you do close the door, you do see someone outside waiting for you. Um, they're wearing a, a business uh, attire, mm -hmm. and they look vaguely familiar to you. So go ahead and uh, just give me uh, like a, a quick wits roll. Wits? Yeah. Uh, three? So uh, wits perception, sorry. Oh, so both of those together, six mm -hmm. of them then. Yep. Uh, standard success is five, so you're just looking at um, getting fives and above. Are they all the same number of sides? Yep, okay. they're all D10s. So, oh, I'm sorry, what am I looking to get? Fives and above. You just need one success. Uh, I got a five, a seven, yeah, and you got a lot. Yeah. Uh, so you know that this person is uh, with the uh, social services uh, committee that you had um, ties to um, when you were living in, let's say, New Orleans is where you grew up. Okay. And um, coming to uh, New York, uh, you had a couple um, people approach you uh, because you do have some influence in your backgrounds uh, with the social services uh, community. Um, previously, before you were a teacher, you had helped kids in rough situations. Okay. Uh, you were just very good with them. So people in that community kind of seek you out now and then. And this is one of those individuals. Okay. Yeah. Um, so uh, would you continue on with your lecture, uh, make it like run through quickly would you be distracted by this uh, visitor um I would probably be distracted by the visitor so I would probably very quickly find out if I can meet with them after class sure um would you what are you gonna do are you gonna tell <coughs> your class or uh, yeah, I'd probably just turn around and say, I just need a moment. Mm -hmm. um, sure. Please continue reading or something. I don't know. I yeah. guess they're reading no, right now. Fine. Yeah. And uh, I'd walk out to the hall real quick. And Okay. Uh, the lady out there uh, holds her hand out. Uh, what's your character's name? Um, Kalima. Uh, your last name? Oh, I didn't make a last name. Okay. We'll <laughs> figure that out later. She holds her hand out. Uh, Kalima, correct? Yes. I'm Miss Trevers. I'm with the, uh, whatever, New York chapter of, you know, social services would, would be called. <laughs> uh, and she's like, I, through uh, connections, have uh, heard that you were, you had currently moved to uh, the area and... I was hoping to seek seek you out for some help. Um, your help with the uh, community has been amazing, from what I've heard, and we have uh, quite a troubling situation that really needs a delicate touch. Um, 
I have the file here if you'd like to look at it. We can't really um, express how much this would mean to us, and obviously you'll be compensated. I'd, I'd like to help. I'm in the middle of teaching a class right now. Can we meet in my office in, say, 40 minutes? Of course, of course. And she looks kind of nervous, uh, like fumbles with the paperwork she's holding, uh, like whether she should give it to you or, or hold it herself. Would you take it or let her take it with herself? Um, I can take that paperwork if you want me to. Otherwise, you can give it to me when we meet in my office. Uh, oh, sure. I'll, I'll meet you in your office. You, you can have this if you have time to look at it prior. She hands it over to you. Okay. Um, you go back into your class, I assume. I guess I should tell her like where my office is, which I don't know. I, I hadn't thought ahead, but That's I, fine. I guess... <laughs> you could just tell her. It, it's implied. Okay. It's implied. <laughs> she, knew, uh, she knew where my class was. I guess yeah, we don't have to be so office. delicate with, with the little idiosyncrasies. <laughs> um, so you, um, you, you have her go to your office. You go back and uh, do your teaching. Uh, would you browse while your students are reading uh, the paperwork? Yeah. Yeah, while my students are reading or working on an assignment, I would probably flip through it, kind okay. of uh, skimming over it for basic facts. Uh, essentially, there is um, a large series of uh, neighbors that have complained uh, of domestic abuse uh, on a child that is um, living in at uh, an inner city junction, like a pretty poor neighborhood. Mm -hmm. And um, the, uh, the complaints will come through uh, every so often in waves, and then they'll die down, and then they'll come back. And the complaints, when they are uh, sparking high, it's when there's a new resident as a neighbor. Um, but it seems as though they, like, have new residents quite often because... It's almost like, um, you know, they, they do these waves of complaints, then they just kind of, like, probably give up and, and leave. They just kind of disappear, and then there's a new series of uh, tenants complaining of this domestic abuse situation. Okay. Um, investigating the child uh, itself, the child is um, uh, an adopted child from uh, this, this family that's uh, currently uh, fostering uh, the, the kid. And there's uh, seemingly no signs of abuse on the kid, um, but the kid's like grades in school are are awful. Um, the kid has uh, you know seen the school therapist um, and or guidance counselor rather, mm -hmm. and um, it just like shows no real sense of attachment to the world around uh, her. And she's just kind of like dead to everything. So there's definitely something going on, but there's like no uh, substance to work off of. And um, obviously they want to find a reason to liberate this child, but they're having difficulties doing that. Okay. Because they know something's going on. They just can't prove it. Okay. Um, so... Uh, that's essentially what you uh, dig into. So go ahead and give me a roll of your intelligence and academics. Let's see how well you um, uh, cover your course today for your students. 
gonna move these spare ones outside. Yeah. Is that cool? Yeah. Whoops. What no. do I need? Uh, fives and above. Okay, so I have. If you get ones, they essentially cancel out a success. Oh, they cancel out a success. You just. I have three successes then. That's excellent. So uh, you you um you cover your core subjects very well and you keep your students engaged um, with the material. Uh, so all in all, you've had a successful uh, day at school. Um, <laughs> go ahead and um, give yourself a point of quintessence. Okay. Sort of like feeding off of the, uh, the high of your students' hunger for knowledge. <laughs> okay. Um, it That's gives me energy. Essentially how I'm perceiving that. So uh, your students leave, and uh, what are you going to do? Uh, I'm going to take the paperwork that I just handed in the hallway and walk over to my office to talk to the lady. I can't remember her name already. Sure. Yeah. And uh, I think it was Miss Trevor's, but... Okay. I forgot it as well. You forgot it as well. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I'll walk to my office and find her. Okay. Uh, you get to your office. It's a small uh, office space. You can say what it's decorated with. Um, your interests, do they lie mainly in education? Like, are you into uh, 90s pop media? <laughs> pop. I was so young in the 90s, yeah. like, okay, so NSYNC happened in the early 2000s or late 90s, I can't remember which, late but 90s. definitely that's where my interests were in the 90s. I don't think a professor would give two shits yeah. about Lance Bass. Um, yeah. I would say probably I'd have, since I dabble in witchy stuff, I'd probably have, like, um quartz on my desk mm -hmm. it's like some crystals to kind of like keep the energy good in yeah. my office and i would probably have some like not incense because that would set off smoke detectors probably but um like some sort of diffuser i would have like an oil diffuser so okay. it, it so it smells calm in my office sure. yeah right. so it's like a little uh comforting and cozy place that's good for concentration okay um when you get into your office you see her sitting there um across from your desk just kind of fiddling with her fingers she looks like a nervous person uh give me a perception and alertness roll And I just need five? Uh, just, yeah, fives are your okay, success. Okay, so I have two successes. So she's got very um, small fingernails. Um, she bites them. She gnaws them down to the point where she actually bleeds at her fingertips. She sounds like me in real life. <laughs> Sorry, I was being blown my nose. Uh, <laughs> so... She looks like a, a very nervous person, and depending on how you approach the situation, she seems as though she's kind of on the uh, verge of tears. Um, like, she's just so frustrated about something. Mm -hmm. Probably this case situation. Um, but you can 
dig into that more if you want. Uh, but that's what you see. You also see sitting next to her a uh, a bright pink pterodactyl with uh, purple polka dots. Okay. And uh, it has these really large black eyes that uh, shimmer like eclipse, like an eclipsed moon. Um, and uh, this is your uh, avatar. Uh, <laughs> you've had it since you were very young. You actually awakened when you were a very young girl uh, because uh, your, your family has kind of like pushed this mentality throughout its uh, bloodline. Um, um, you're one of a uh, few rare mages that uh, had like come into their uh, awakening at a young age. Okay, so she has my avatar? Uh, no, your avatar is something only you can see. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So it's in my office. It's, yes, it's, it, it comes and goes at its own free will. Okay. And it just kind of like guides you when it sees fit and sometimes veers you off direction. It's, it's typically random. Um, and it just kind of does its own thing. So it could just be bored and checking in with me. It could. Uh, or it could be there because it's important. It could. <laughs> uh, it has very razor sharp teeth. When it uh, does quote unquote smile, it can't, it's a pterodactyl. Yeah. So it smiles as much so as it's a like a pretty can. face. Yeah, it's, it's very like a cartoonish kind of uh, interpretation of, of okay. a pterodactyl, but it's a still like terrifying. <laughs> um, <laughs> but it's pink and purple polka dots. Right. It, it comforted you uh, as a kid because it kind of scared away the monsters in your mind. Okay. Um, because it was kind of like terrifying, but also but, kind of fun looking. Yeah, fun colors. Yeah. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, it, it's, what would you ca call it? What would you name this thing? Oh, jeez. As a kid, you probably would have given it a name. It's a pterodactyl. Yeah. So I'd probably name it Terry. Okay. <laughs> uh, Terry looks at you. I didn't think that, uh, this witch here is any good for you, my dear. I do believe that this wench is nothing but trouble. A oh, wench. Yes. Okay. Yes, wench. I thought you said witch. No wench. Okay. Dirty, Am I doing this all telepathically? Wench. I assume. You can. You can. Okay. If you want. Because it, there's it a will, strange lady in my office. It will understand you. Okay. Yeah. So the wench is no good. First of all, she has not showered in ages. I could smell her rotten rag from a mile away. Nothing but crossed and kippers down there. Oh, Jesus. Get on with it, Terry. <laughs> I don't like her. I don't like cut of a jib. She's nothing but bad news. Get her out of your office and move on with your life. Um... <laughs> Okay, so Terry, I have to talk to her. I said I would talk to her. I have to talk to her and find out what's going on with this case. Well, don't say I didn't warn you. And he uh, just kind of props himself back, and he opens a Playboy magazine. <laughs> why is my why is my avatar a disgusting sexist perv? <laughs> I just kicked a kid out of my class for being this guy. Because I'm running the game. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I almost knocked over your Coke. Um, uh, okay. I'll move it. So he, he kicks back with his Playboy, and yeah. I have to ignore him. Yeah. I mean, uh, you know, it's it says it says uh, Playboy, but it's all pictures of naked pterodactyls. Okay. Aren't they all naked? Is he wearing clothing? No. Is that what his pink and purple polka dots no, are? it's just like... It's his uh, moo-moo? It's just naked pterodactyls. Okay. All right. They got... Their big, wings spread wide. Yeah. 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 Okay. <laughs> Centerfold is <laughs> a, a wingspan. All right. Um, in my mind, I roll my eyes at him, but I don't in real life. I just mm -hmm. give him that feeling that I'm rolling my eyes at him. Mm -hmm. uh, and then I would turn my attention to Miss Trevor's because I told her to meet yeah, me here. She looks nervous. Uh, Miss Trevor's, can I get you any sort of tea or is there coffee, anything that would put coffee you at ease? Coffee would be wonderful. Okay, I'll, I'll be right back. I'll get you some coffee. I'm sorry we only have a Keurig. Is that okay? Oh, uh, there weren't Keurigs in the 90s. Oh, there weren't Keurigs. Okay. No. I'm sorry. It's crappy coffee <laughs> from the cafeteria. Is that okay? Yes, yes, that's fine. Okay. Caffeine I will, would be lovely. I will be right back. She uh, does look rather strung out. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go and I'm going to get her a crappy cup of coffee. All right. In um, like a cardboard cup that probably also transfers some of the cardboard taste to the coffee because sure. it's the 90s. And uh, I'll hand it to her. Or no, it's styrofoam because that's even more 90s. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> And I hand it, it could to be her. one of those like paper cups with the little uh, like card games on them that you get from the vending machine. And when the cup gets hot, then it reveals what cards you get. Did they have those in the 90s? Yeah. I don't remember those because <laughs> mm -hmm. I wasn't drinking coffee in the 90s. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I give her her coffee and I sit down across from her. Um, I probably like put a little more of my like calming essential oils in the diffuser to try and like take the edge off of her a little bit sure is this a magical effect that you're doing uh yeah go ahead and roll your arite my arite three oops that didn't count right and you are welcome to use quintessence to make your success rate higher got a nine okay you just needed fives or above so you're good okay unless i say otherwise it's always just going to be fives okay um so uh you see a visible change in her complexion she seems more flush with life her cheeks get rosy where she was rather pale um and it seems like even some of the fingertips uh that were bitten down bleeding seem to heal a bit she's got this uh general sense of calm about her at this point okay yeah oh this is so wonderful it's exactly what i needed thank you you are so welcome so can you tell me a little more about the case apart from the paperwork i skimmed it while i was in class but i'd like more information um the the, the father maxwell smith he's he's a a, a businessman um, and, uh, well, his wife, she typically stays at home with, with the child. Um, he, he works a lot. He comes home late hours of the evening. It's hard to really get a hold of him. Um, and, uh, well, 
they they both seem rather nice. Uh, roll your um, your uh, perception and alertness. Actually, sub subterfuge. It's uh, even worse. Perception subterfuge. I have no subterfuge. Um, well, I guess even if that's a six or a nine, it's a success. So I have a yeah. five and a six. So she's just holding something back. You can tell. And uh, she's like, I'm just very concerned about the child, little Lacey Smith. She's not doing well in school. She's constantly got these complaints coming in from neighbors I'm terribly worried. All of the guidance counselors say the same things. This is a depressed child. There's signs of suicidal tendencies. I don't know what to do. I'm at my wit's end. And the parents just, there doesn't seem to be anything that I can really tell anyone about that makes sense. Can you tell me some of the things that don't make sense? She um, breathes deeply, and she's like, I don't even know where to start. I've had very little sleep lately, and I don't even know how I'm pushing through at this point. My dreams are just all over the place. I, I don't even know why I'm telling you this. I, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm a little bit frazzled. Um, no, I, I can't really uh, tell. I just have an intuition that something's very wrong. She's still hiding something. She's not telling you something for some reason. Okay. You can try to get her to tell you something, and you can tell me how you want to accomplish that, whether it be through uh, manipulation, uh, magic, or uh, charisma, or... Um, I'm going to ask her actually i'm just gonna try and uh, talk to her a little bit like a normal person would sure um so miss trevor's have these two individuals fostered children before did they have this problem in the past well that's the thing their records are sparkling clean there's not even a speeding uh, tra no, no traffic violations, nothing. Uh, they've not fostered in the past. Okay. Well, what what do they both do for a living? You said uh, the mother stays at home? Has she always stayed at home? Yes, yes. She, she's just a stay-at-home mom. It's a very picturesque family. What does he do? Uh, he's a businessman. That's all. That's all she knows. That's literally what she says. Just a businessman. Mm -hmm. He does he f specialize in finance or is he a salesman? She looks confused when you say that business. I, I'm not sure. Um, you get a funny feeling. Uh, go ahead and roll your perception awareness. <clears throat> um, I have one success. Okay. 
there is some magic on her, and uh, it's a volatile magic. <clears throat> and uh, she's definitely entranced in some way uh, in her mind. She's got a volatile mind magic effect on her. Okay. Um, so I feel like... You can tell me what you want to do, and I can t kind of guide you into how to accomplish that. Well, I'm trying to figure out if um, I have a way of kind of casting some sort of protective shield around me, now that I know there's some magic involved, that mm -hmm. I don't really want to be tainted by whatever volatile magic is on her. Sure. Uh, the way that you uh, work your magic, your paradigm is essentially a form of alchemy you're also using like tarot cards and stuff i assume i see you as a like a um uh you're you're every woman's witch kind okay of. um so you would essentially need to perform a ritual on yourself if you wanted to give yourself a shield uh in a sense mm -hmm. um which would just take some time um, this magic that's on her, uh, is just stationary to her. It doesn't feel like it it's infectious or it's anything. It's not threatening me or anything like no, that. No, but you do have the, uh, footprint of the magic. So if you saw it somewhere else, you could determine who it came from. Okay. So the volatile is the key here. Right. Okay. Can there's, you... There's something that's affecting her from saying things or being a certain way or thinking of things like she's her mind is being affected um i can you tell me who who sent you to me like who suggested you come see me um she just kind of gives you the uh the typical lingo of the channels that one would usually go through in order to achieve um contacting you Okay. Um, so it all seemed legitimized. So um, she basically like put it on a message board and right, somebody and responded, right. hey, I've heard this. Okay. Yeah, like this person's really good with, with kids, you know, blah, blah, blah. You've probably written papers on um, subjects like this that have circulated throughout the business that she works in. Okay. So um, like you how... Are, you are a known name. Okay. You have like, I think you took a uh, background for that specific it was like uh what was it what was the background you took my background mm -hmm. what's what's what do you mean my you background? took a background option that like made you infamous or something i did what are your backgrounds what? i don't i don't know what backgrounds are like it says backgrounds on your second piece of paper there it does mm-hmm Oh, oh, uh, influence. Okay, influence. influence. Just That's influence. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. So she's not telling me something. Um, is it possible? Hmm, what would I do? Um, so, what is her name again? Trevors. Mm -hmm. So, Miss Trevors, 
honestly, I'm very open-minded. Is there any, just anything about this gut feeling you have, like, that's just triggering this gut feeling, besides just her not performing well in school, because that's, that could just be her being a teenager. Uh, roll your um, charisma and uh, leadership. Uh, all successes. Okay. Um, she looks up at you frightened, and she looks like she's trying to fight to tell you something. And uh, the only thing that she really gets out is... Um, they're monsters. Mm. They're monsters. I know it. I know that they are. I can't explain it. That girl is in trouble. Okay. I think I'm in trouble too. And she she like just starts holding herself like she's nervous again. You can see the calming effect that you put on her kind of waning. Um I'm sorry uh Miss Trevor's. I didn't mean to push uh I, it's very clear I'm upsetting you. I did not mean to do that. And, um, let's see. Is there any, um, place you would feel more comfortable meeting about this? Is, is this too public an area to talk to me? She's like, no, no. It's not that. I just need some good rest. That's all. I'm I'm a little out of sorts, and this is very embarrassing. You're a professional. You're not even in this field anymore. I just I don't know where else to turn. Uh, please don't be embarrassed. This it's absolutely fine that you're here. Um, can I sense that she's in physical danger? No, you don't sense that necessarily. Like, on surface level, yes. Most people would think that by just looking at her. Okay. But I can't sense whether it's uh, actual physical danger that she's placing herself in by coming to me. Not that you can be aware of at this point. Okay. Um... I think I would, so I would say, uh, Miss Trevors, thank you for your time. Is there um, a phone number I can reach you at if I have any further questions? She gives you her business card. Okay. And is there any way that I can meet um, meet the girl who... Yes, yes, of course. Um, uh, she gives you the proper identification and information to approach the family um, as sort of like a liaison for the, um, company. Okay. Um, you've done this work before. It's like pro bono kind of stuff. Okay. Um, so you get the contract and everything, uh, right there. Um, and, uh, she sees herself out after shaking your hand. She seems rather embarrassed with herself. 
um, just because the situation is very odd and this is a mortal dealing with supernatural things and their minds typically can't handle that kind of stuff. You've okay. seen this in the past. Okay. Um, they they struggle internally because they can't... What they think is happening doesn't seem rational to right. them. Right. It's like stepping into a dream. Okay. There goes uh, the hellhound. Yeah. <laughs> so she sees herself out. Uh, Terry looks at you up from his magazine. He kind of folds it, puts oh, it on Terry's his lap. Oh, Terry's still there. I forgot. And he's like... What did I tell you? Fucking nutters. <laughs> Why? Why is he like Spike? <laughs> I don't know. In the, in now the, I'm kind of attracted to Terry. <laughs> in the game that I'm I'm running Chris in, he's got a little like monkey guy, and he he sounds British as well. Oh, okay. That's just what I do, I guess. Okay. <laughs> um, Terry. What more do you know about this case? Do you know more about this than you're letting on? Well, I know everything. But, you know, it's a need-to-know kind of thing. Well, Terry, I think I need to know. Well, I did tell you what you needed to know. It was to get a fork away from her. <laughs> but you didn't do that. So, since you didn't show me the quiet respect that I deserved, I think I'm just going to do the same to you. And, uh, yes, and he flips you off. It, okay, so the girl in question, though, is a teenage girl, right? Uh, yeah. Okay, so, Terry, I can't just Oh, leave. no, it's not a teenage girl. Oh, uh, she's she, not a teenage girl. No, she's, like, nine or ten. Uh, she's a young. tween. Yeah. Okay, she's well, young. I can't leave this little girl just out to dry. There's something sinister going well, on yeah, in her life. You could tell that a mile away, and this sinister thing is something you should stay away from. It is no good. Okay. All right, Terry. Uh, I need to get on with my day. I'll see yeah. you at home. Uh, perhaps. Okay. <laughs> All right. So I'm going to, like, go out. Right. And um, I'm going to read over the file to see if there's anything that I might have missed while I was skimming over it. Uh, what does strike you as odd, uh, you can go ahead and roll your um, uh, investigation and uh, intelligence. Is a 10 uh, a yeah. 1? My 10 is essentially two successes. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I have one, two, three successes then? Okay. Um, you're able to pick out the uh, oddity that everything is completely crystal clear. Um, they're like, like a Brady Bunch kind of family, like... Other than the little girl, the two parents have no priors, like fucking perfect grades and perfect... The parents have perfect grades? Well, they've... Like, they like, graduated summa cum laude. Right, and like all of that junk, like they have... Um, well, like that's no, how you, no, you know they're monsters. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they pay their taxes on time, no fucking bills, like no debt... 
they're they're <sighs> like model citizens. Like the uh, the the woman um, is uh, on the uh, local social committee. Um, it does a lot of work with uh, the church. Um, mm. Like just every like everything that just seems spotless about them. Everything about their file. Yeah. Is like perfect. Yes, and that's unusual. Yes. Because nobody's like that. No. There's there's absolutely no dirt on them whatsoever. So can I tell if the files have been tampered with at all? Like that they're actually true? Um. You wouldn't know that. Okay. Um, just by looking at what you have here right. here you would have to do some digging elsewhere um if that's something you think um well i just thought i'd ask sure. <laughs> yeah uh like the papers that you have don't seem forged okay i think that So I have a way to contact the girl. And I think that I would want to do that before I introduce myself to her parents necessarily. Mm -hmm. So is my contact a contact at the school that I could um, request to meet with her there? Uh, you could. You could. That's fine. You could meet with um, the girl at, at, the, at her school if you wanted. Okay. Well, so do I have any more classes to attend to that day? No. Okay. So I'm going to tell the office assistant that I'm heading out for the day. Mm -hmm. And I think first maybe I will just discreetly visit the home, like from the outside, so I know what kind of neighborhood she's living in. Oh, sure. Um, you, uh, skipping ahead, drive through the neighborhood. What kind of car do you drive? Uh. Automatic. It's an automatic. Station wagon. No, it's not a station wagon. It's just like. VW. Like a bug. Mm -hmm. Um, no, it's like a Corolla. Okay. Yeah, it's just a nondescript. Sure. Toyota. All right. Um. Gray, because it doesn't stand out. All right. And I bought it used. Sure. Uh, driving through the neighborhood, uh, you notice that there's, uh, like, it, there's a, a definite... And am I in New York City? Yeah. Okay. There's a definite bad vibe in this neighborhood, but the house that um, she the, the, the girl's living in, it's like a townhouse... Okay. Um, it looks nice on the outside com in comparison to the ones uh, that are beside it. Um, <coughs> whereas you see like um, some definite rough activity in the neighborhood that you're in uh, with just drug deals going on and there's a fist fight down an alley that you see. Um, this, this house uh, has nothing bad going on around it. Can I sense if there's any magic afoot there uh go ahead and roll your perception awareness three successes 
Yeah, you can definitely tell that the magical footprint you saw on the woman is the same one that is uh, within that house. There's some magic going on in there. Okay. And you do see it on several uh, individuals, just like out on the street, the same footprint. Okay. And it's coming from, it's coming from inside the house? Essentially. Okay. Yeah. That's um, its point of origin. Okay. Uh, so the magic isn't spilling into any of the surrounding properties either. So, okay. I mean, it's, it's a little bit everywhere speckled throughout this neighborhood. Okay. So it's, it's touched quite a few individuals. Okay. Hmm. Would you be looking to meet the girl? Yeah, I think I'm going to go visit the girl next. Okay, sure. Um, you're going to be visiting the girl um, tomorrow um, is when they've set it up for you. Okay. Uh, you spend the night at home, I'm going to say. Okay. Uh, what are you doing at home? Um, and what is your home like? Do you live in an apartment? Do you live in a house? I live in an apartment. Okay. It's like a one bedroom. Well, it's a two bedroom, but I use one as the library and my study. Sure. So, um, it's relatively large, I guess. Okay. Um, somehow I got a rent controlled apartment in New York City. Sure. Okay. And... Um, I probably live in, like, not the greatest neighborhood, but not the worst either. Like, some place that I'm not going to be worried that I'm going to get kidnapped or robbed on the street. But, mm -hmm. like, I don't want to be outside at 3 a.m. Yeah. Um, and so once I... I I'm probably going to work on my lesson plans for the next day um, to try and figure out something that's, like, interesting for the students at Tyson's for their real life. Mm-hmm. And um, after I'm done with that, I'm going to... What part of the 90s is this happening in? Uh, early. Early? Um, so I don't have internet. Mm-mm. No. Hmm. What time is it? You, um, <laughs> like, it's just a generalization as to what you're doing that evening. So, I mean, it could be essentially any time between um, when you got off work, which we'll say is 6 o'clock, to the next day. Okay. Um, do you have animals? I do. I have a litter. Okay. And I've fed them. Two dogs, two cats? Yeah, two dogs, two cats, like real life. Okay. Um... The cats are probably, like, they don't even care, and the dogs are just snoozing in my study. Sure. Um, I'm going to probably make a note to stop by, like, I don't know what they're called, but basically, like, the city records office, so I can find out, like, who owns the property. Because the property next to where this girl lives mm -hmm. is a rental, right? You see yeah. people come in and out of it. Mm -hmm. And they're who's reporting this. Right. So I'm probably... All different people. Uh, same reports. Right. But same address, too. Right. So I'm going to find out who owns the property next to the house. Um, 
to see if it's the monsters that own the property as well. Right. Um, and I guess probably, like, if there's any record of who lived there, mm-hmm. I would also try and get their addresses if I could. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the laws are for this. <laughs> that's fine. But that's that's my plan. I'm making a plan for the next day to do um, before I go into work. Okay. And before you meet the girl? <clears throat> yes, and before I meet the girl. For sure. Uh, so we'll do um, a couple of things real quick. And uh, you do have like a library of four, right? Like you get this. Uh, badass yeah yes i have four so this is like a magical library i'm gonna say that it was run by your coven and it was passed down uh to you Mm -hmm. um oh uh so can i look up the magic but i don't know what kind of magic it is right you don't have enough lead as far as that and being as you are like aware of the magical community um there's no like record keeping of each individual mage because most of them stay hidden mm-hmm. if right. there was something like that it would be more like the government would have it okay so. well no i just meant like that i would know what know what kind of magic i'm dealing with right um, well you do know that you're that dealing with volatile. volatile mind magic okay mm-hmm. oh i didn't know it was mind thing. oh yeah it is mind okay <laughs> Um, I mean, I guess that makes sense because the lady couldn't tell me what she wanted right. to tell me. Mm-hmm. So um, <clears throat> you're uh, you're looking for this record information. Um, let's say that uh, you're doing it in uh, a way that utilizes your contacts uh, to try and, and get the information that you want, even though some of it might be held, you know, under clearances so go ahead and give me a uh, a roll of your uh, contacts and add in um, your uh, let's say intelligence where is my contacts under Uh, backgrounds I don't have any contacts. Oh, I thought you did. You took that. No, I took influence okay. instead of contacts. So you don't have contacts to work through. Um, so we're going to say that you um, would you lie to get your information, or would you uh, would you do it charismatically? Um, would you see if you could get it without involving people? Um. Is um, so I don't want to lie. Mm-hmm. Can I? So what would it be like if I mentioned that I was working on a case for social services? Um, like would that be charisma? Yeah, or? that would be fine if you wanted to to do it that way and work through like the law and keep it all proper channels. You could just do like a. Um, a charisma and law role. I guess I so I could try that first, right? And then yeah, essentially every every decision that you make to try and roll, it's going to take 
a certain amount of time. So depending on how you want to accomplish the information you're looking for, it's, it's going to involve a role. That role is going to take up X amount of time. Okay. Um, more successes you get, less time it takes. See, I'm not by nature a liar, so I sure. won't even know how to act to that out. No, that's fine. <laughs> um, but you're trying to find um, documentation on these houses, right? Yeah. And you're well, I know that I can get who the owner of the property is. That's all public knowledge. Okay, that's fine. So I'm going to ask, I'll ask for that. So do I have to roll charisma, even though that's pr we're, public We're kind of generalizing this situation. So I'm just assuming that you went somewhere that you knew where to go. Because mm -hmm. I don't yeah. know. I'm, I'm going to go to the... Yeah. I don't know. I yeah. don't know what don't it's know. called either, but it's so some sort of city records. Right. So we're generalizing it. So if you're, <laughs> if you're involving an individual, it's going to be a social role. And if you're not, it's going to be some other kind of role. Okay. Well, I am involving... A person, I guess. Sure. I, I need to ask them where the records would be to find out, like, who owns okay. a so property in the do city. Do a, a charisma and um, uh, expression. Um, I have one success. That's fine. It takes you a while to um, accomplish this uh, through looking for the records and everything, but you're able to get the information you're looking for. Okay. Um, you won't be able to make additional roles for this unless you, you know, either don't go to class or you don't meet the girl. Okay. Um, so, uh, you want what information? The owner of the building? The owner of the, of the building next door. Okay. Um. And, and the property where the girl lives. Sure. Because we uh, shouldn't assume that they own it. Sure. Um, there is, uh, a man by the name of Mr. Uh, Ritizano. And uh, he owns uh, quite a bit of properties there. He, he owns the uh, property that uh, the, the girl lives in and okay. the ones adjoining it. Okay, so the parents do not own the house. No. Okay. This Mr. Ritizno does, and he lives down the street from them. Okay. Um, I'm just going to make copies. Can I make copies of everything before I go to class? Yeah. Okay, so I'm going to make copies, and I'm going to go to class and teach my class. Mm -hmm. Does anything happen while I'm at class? No, nothing of, of uh, great note. Okay, so I just I do my class, and everyone's enthralled. <laughs> um, yeah, go ahead and just roll your um, academics and your uh, intelligence. One, two, three, four, four successes, five and above. Awesome. Uh, you, do, you have another successful, uh, great class. Uh, give yourself a point of quintessence. And you um, are getting to the point where you're going to go meet the, the little girl. Yeah. I'm okay. gonna, I, after my class is over, I'm going to run back to my office. Mm -hmm. Just make sure everything's locked up. Yeah. Make sure Terry's not there. He's not. Okay. You haven't seen him for a while. Okay. So then I'm going to go meet the girl at her school. Sure. You get to the school. Um, <coughs> it's a pretty rough school uh, that she she's in. So she's in public school. Yeah. Uh, and for how like involved her parents are in the community, it seems strange for the girl to just go to a public school. 
Okay. Well, because their files make it seem like they're very wealthy. Yes. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Um. Before I meet with the girl, do I have time to talk to the guidance counselor? Yeah, that's fine. Okay. So I'm going to introduce myself to the guidance counselor and ask if she has, or she or he, has a moment to uh, talk to me before I meet with... What is the little girl's name? Uh, The little girl's name is uh, Emma, we'll say. Emma? Mm -hmm. Before I meet with Emma. So is it Mr. or Mrs.? Uh, guidance guy- counselor? Yeah, uh, mister. Okay. Mr. Guidance counselor, do you have a moment to speak to me? I will just say that his name is uh, Lion. Lion? Mm-hmm. Okay. Mr. Lion, do you have a moment to speak with me about um, Emma Smith? Uh, his office is uh, littered with Star Wars paraphernalia. <laughs> okay. Uh, he is... Uh, sitting back and reading a uh, science fiction book by Alfred Bester when you come in. Uh, he puts it down, looks up at you. Oh, yeah. Um, excuse me. He holds his hand up. Uh, yes, uh, you just call me Mike. Mike. It's nice to meet you, Mike. My yeah, nice is- to meet you, too. Uh, what do you uh, hear about? I, uh, he looks through some papers. Sorry, I'm a bit disorganized. He's pushes papers around. I, I don't see anything on my schedule today or I'd clean up my office a little bit. <laughs> um, I would say, oh, don't worry about it. I didn't I didn't make an appointment. That's why I asked if you had time. I didn't want to assume that you had time to meet with me. Oh, uh, who, who are you? What do you, what is this? My, my name's Kalima and I am uh, investigating some... You say com- investigating and he kind of perks up like... Trying to look more professional. Okay. Uh, some complaints um, that were made concerning Emma's family life. Emma he Smith's. Lights a cigarette. Oh, Emma. Wait, could you smoke in the schools in the 90s? Probably some of them. <laughs> this okay. Is, uh, this is a, a downhill inner, school. Yeah, okay, inner that's city right. school in New York. I'm sure it's fine. Okay. Uh, he's like, oh, uh, yes, that's, I, I, yeah, um, sure. Uh, Emma, yes, she's, uh, she's a good kid. Can you tell me a little bit about her demeanor, what she's like when she meets with you? Um, she's not the best. Oh, okay, so I'm going to look around his office um, just very discreetly to see, like, where the hell he even got a degree from because okay. this guy seems like a hot mess. Yeah. Uh, he's got an afro. Uh, he's a pretty tall black guy. Okay. Um, and he's like, I, uh, he looks at you weird. Um, you're different. That's what he says to me? Yes. I didn't expect someone like you to come here investigating. What do you mean by different? Well, the last few people that they sent in couldn't help, but maybe you can. Okay. In different ways. 
And he just keeps nodding at you while giving you a weird eye. <laughs> okay. What has Emma told you that about her family? Has she told you anything about her family? If if I said uh, Emma is living with literal monsters in the very obvious sense of Dracula, werewolves, and Frankensteinian concoctions, how would you react? I'm a very open-minded individual, Mike. I just need to know some information so I know what I'm working with. He nods slowly. <laughs> right. Um, can, I, um, can I try to see if he has any of the ma magic on him? Uh, you can see if he's a mage yeah sure you see read his aura well I, I mean the volatile magic like if he's uh, been touched by this magic or is um, it obvious that he has not been because he's being forthcoming yeah he, he's he's not been okay. um but you can sense his aura that he is a, a, a mage a wizard. oh okay so i can sense that he is yeah. magical as well yeah uh so he knows too that i'm magical then yes sort of okay He's unsure of himself. Okay. Um, Mike, do you mind if I close the door? No, go right ahead. Okay, so I go back and I close the door so that we can talk frankly. <laughs> okay. Um, I think maybe you and I might see this case very similarly, Mike. Oh, really? Yes. So can you tell me what you know? I know that the little girl has a lot of trouble going on at home, and when I've tried to help her in the past, things have tried to kill me in my dreams at night. Therefore, I've stopped trying to help her. Um, so he's not a hot mess, he's just terrified. But <laughs> you people keep coming along and pushing me closer to this situation that I don't want to be in. So if you don't mind, if you want to take care of it, please do. I care about the kid. I don't want to end up like the others. Are the others dead, Mike? Hold on. He reaches in a drawer and pulls out some newspapers and sets them down in front of you. Here's the last person that came in asking about Emma. Uh, she was very nice. She seemed to want to help kids. And this is how she ended up. And it shows uh, um, this woman basically found in the ocean, slit wrist, slit neck, dead. Mm, like my coven. Right. Uh, yeah. Do so, I recognize the person as a member of my coven? Uh, no. Okay. No, just somebody totally different. Okay. He's like, so I had dreams of going out on this boat, cutting my wrists and throat and jumping in. When I woke up, because I had some defenses against this, I was already on the fucking boat with a switchblade in my pocket. Mm. I am not helping with this situation, and that is why, and that is why you should leave too. 
Okay. Good. So we're we're on the up and up. You should really leave. Uh, thank you for the information, Mike. I know a little bit more about the case now. And I get up and I leave. Okay. And uh, I'm still going to go meet with Emma, though. Where am I meeting with her? Am I meeting her, like, in her natural habitat? Or am I meeting her in an office somewhere? Like, um, where have they arranged for me to meet her? Is she alone, or...? Uh, you're basically just going to meet her in the um, uh, cafeteria okay. when it's empty. Okay. So not with other kids around. No. Okay. Um, so I'm going to go and I'm going to meet with Emma. Sure. You go into the cafeteria. Um, the, the halls of the school are relatively rowdy and noisy. Kids running around. You know, younger demographic of kids, so they're all shouting, um, you know, faggot, asshole, dick, farts, and pussy liquor, and all this stuff, and like throwing paper balls at each other and screaming. Okay. Yeah. That's, uh, that's normal chaos. Yeah. yeah. And then uh, you go into the uh, cafeteria and you see her sitting in one of the tables, just. Uh, at, like drawing a picture okay um so i'm going to walk over and i'm gonna say to her hello emma my name's kalima um she looks up at you while like just with her eyes and then goes back to drawing uh what are you drawing there she's uh drawing a woman uh that yeah. She can I describe this? She's drawing like a bug with long hair. Okay. That looks kind of like a woman. Right? It's okay. got titties. Okay. Like lots of them. Right? Okay. And <laughs> do I recognize this as any sort of beast? And it has all of these stick people below it covered in blood. Okay. Um, do I recognize the, the creature she's drawing at all? Like, do I recognize it as some otherworldly but real sort of monster? You don't recognize the monster on first glance, uh, but you may roll your, um, occult and, uh, intelligence. Um, you do notice that the, uh... This, the stick people that are bloody by like by its feet mm -hmm. there's 12 of them and behind the uh, the bug are two flaming like it looks like fire d doors on fire okay 12 people covered in blood mm -hmm. are they dead maybe or just they're uh, laying so I there don't... by the the feet of the giant so they're laying they're not bug. standing yeah okay and then there's two flaming doors behind. Mm. Okay. What are zeros? Are uh, those tens. Okay. Which are two? So I have three successes. Okay. Um, so you... Uh, you have heard of an old 
rhyme through your readings that went something around the lines of um, when the twelve gather, the uh, doors to hell will open and consume everything they know. Um, like vaguely is what you remember that being it was in French when you read it and it was like just this quick little rhyme that was so when the twelve gather the doors of hell will open essentially okay god the girl's living in a hell mouth <laughs> um I think I would say something like that. that's quite uh, the imagination you have there, Emma. It's it's not imagination. Okay, can I can I sense if she is magical in any sense? Um, you you can try. You don't notice anything. You sense a lot of volatile magic on her. The same kind of footprint. But I don't I don't feel that. Um, like I don't know that she's like a mage or any sort of she magical seemed, creature. She seems normal, like a per like a, like a person that's human. been touched by volatile magic. Yeah. Um. So Emma, um, I'm meeting with you. Um, secretly, I don't want you to tip <coughs> off your foster parents about this because I'd like to see what your feelings are about your home life. You're gonna die just how, like the rest of them. How many um, others were sent to you? A lot. <clears throat> Um, were, what happened to your neighbors? They died. Hmm. All of them? Mm-hmm. This one is you. <laughs> she points to one of the stick people. That's not comforting, Emma. They're all from different times. Different times? Like different people recently sent to you? Mm-mm. From different times, like eras? Yeah. That's one of the broodmother's children. She points to the bug. The broodmother's? Yeah. That's what I'm going to be. I'm going to be a brood mother and make those things. The bugs? Yeah. Do you want to do that? No. That's what they want. When you say they, who do you mean? Bob and Sally. Are those your foster parents? 
I, I can't remember if I gave them names <laughs> no, prior. I can't remember. But their names are Bob and Sally now. Okay. <laughs> um... <clears throat> I'm just making a note here so that I can try and remember yeah. the names. Um, I'm going to try and think of a way to help you, but it might take a little bit of time. Are you in immediate danger? The only way you can help is to kill them. But even if you do that, more will just come and find me. Has this been happening all your life? Yeah. How old are you, Emma? Nine. Can I um, sense if she's telling me the truth and there's not like some sort of supernatural thing at work keeping her nine forever? No, no nothing that you can notice. So she's just a nine-year-old girl. Yep. But this has been going on since she was born. That's what she says. Okay. Do all the uh, did all the others die the same way? Yeah. Okay. They don't like people interfering. That's why you're gonna die. Unless you kill them first. So she's just a normal child. Um, is there any way that she could have sensed if these people were just humans or if there was some sort of magical? essence to them she can't tell that okay she knows of supernatural things obviously right. but right. children are know. more attuned to that stuff than adults they don't have all of the restrictions of uh spirituality and mind that adults have okay so i know She's probably not in immediate, like, um, death-style danger mm -hmm. because they want her to become a broodmother. Um, <clears throat> Emma, where are these doors located? I don't know. They... I just see them sometimes in my dreams I should mention Emma is morbidly obese oh is this a clue she I'm just telling you like she is morbidly obese for a nine-year-old she does not look healthy okay Emma can you tell me more about your home life um like, what do you do when you're at home? They feed me a lot. And sometimes I don't want to eat, but then they make me eat more. And then I get sick, but then I have to eat that sick. That's really sad, Emma. I'm sorry that's happening to you. They need to make me big to be a brood mother. 
Okay. Um, Emma, I'm going to go talk to some people. Um, please don't mention this meeting to your foster parents because I need to gather some information first. They'll know and they'll come after you and then you'll die. <laughs> oh, good. Um, you should kill them first. Do you know if there is a way to kill them? Yeah. You can you can shoot them and she looks at you this time. Like first time she's ever looked at you. Okay. You could shoot them, you can stab them, you can light them on fire. You can and she starts listing off name ways to kill people. Okay. You can suffocate them. Uh you can drown them. I saw once in a movie called Black Christmas, they suffocated with saran wrap. You could do that, and then you can, um, and she just starts listing off. All sorts of ways to kill human beings. To kill her parents. Okay. Specifically. Specifically her parents. Yeah. So, so her parents are human. Uh, you don't know. She doesn't know. Okay. Um. She just thinks they're bad people. Emma, I will keep that in mind. I need to... I need to um, go home and try and contact a few people and read up on this. Okay. Is there a way for me I'll to... probably not see you again. Bye-bye. Okay, so she's just going to go back to class now? Yeah. Okay. Um, I assume she's, like, walking away. She's being like... Yeah. I'm not going to see you again. Bye-bye. Yeah. Um, it's sad, like, just looking at how... Beat down she is. Obese she is and beat down she is because, like, she barely fits in her clothes. Uh, they look ratty like she does not look like she's taken care of well mm -hmm. this is an obvious bad situation like it's you're just looking at the kid you know it's bad <laughs> talking to her you know it's super bad um most people talk that talk to her and if she's that like forthcoming with the information i mean they're just gonna think that she's psychotic <laughs> <laughs> Um, I'm going to call Miss Trevor again. I'm going to okay. call her at her office. Um, there's no answer. Um, can I go to her office? Uh, sure. Can I drive there? Hmm? Okay, so I'm going to drive to her office. Uh, so we'll speed up time a little bit. When you get there, you see a janitor cleaning off her desk. Uh, excuse me, what happened to Miss Trainer? Is she no longer working here? He looks at you. Oh, sad news. I, I hope you weren't friends with her. She uh, was found dead earlier today. Poor Mrs. Nice Girl. She got me something last year for Valentine's. A box of chocolates. It was real nice. God bless her. She's a uh, must have had a bad home life or something. They found her in the ocean. 
wrist cut, throat cut. Poor girl killed herself. Hmm. Thank you for the information, and I'm sorry that you have lost such a friend. Oh, was she your friend? I only just met her. Oh. Do you mind if I look around her office? Well, uh, not, not really. I mean, maybe you can find something to help her out. Make a name sound better when, you know, things go to the, what are they called? What? Wake. Is that what it oh, is? Oh, uh, wake, yeah. yeah. Yeah, when she go to the wake, you know, uh, Christian, Christian gal she was, and I don't know how that family's going to really hold on to that suicide and all. So, maybe you find something that make it sound nice, huh? Maybe I will. Okay. Thank you for letting me look around. So, I'm going to look around her office to see if there's any additional files mm -hmm. um, or um, messages on sure. her voicemail. Okay. Uh, just that kind of thing. Yeah, makes sense. Uh, we're going to stop it here. Okay. And uh, continue on later. Suspense. Suspense. <laughs> Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> Get out! Last chance, don't you? Get out! Get out! Why you die? Excuse me now! Hey, what is with you guys? How about shutting up for a change, okay? I already fed you. Beware the moonlights. What the hell was that all about?